We're excited that she is going to speak to us today, our first Christmas message. Would you give a big Zio welcome to Toby? Praise God, guys. We love being here too. It's so, so good. So I'll give you, I've paid him, so I'm going to give, give you the money later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, praise God, praise God. Oh, how do you guys feel? The, the last first Sunday of the year, isn't God good? It's, it's so good, you know, when you're sort of like the start of the year, you're like, oh my gosh, it's 52 Sundays. This is the last first Sunday of December. You know, it speaks to God's faithfulness. It speaks to that he's so near. You know, for some people, it's been a whoosh and it's like, oh yeah, great, great year. For other people, each 24 hours has been a step of faith. And you're here. We're all here. We're all here. We're all here. We all made it in that way. And it's not by our own might. It's not by our own power. It's because we serve a faithful, living God, present God. It's be, you know, it's because we serve a God that sits beyond our own emotions and feelings. You know, he is there. So... Praise God for that. Thank God. Thank God. I'm just going to pray and then I'll tell you a little bit about what I feel God wants me to share today. So, um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we serve a God that sits beyond time, the Alpha and the Omega. Lord God, the beginning and the end, Lord God, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lily of the valley, the bright and the morning star. It's Christmas, Lord God, Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are, Lord God. We thank you that there's so many different people here today, but you know us intimately. You know our hearts, you know our desires, you know our wants and our needs. In fact, you are a good shepherd, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Lord God, if you could use anyone, use me, Lord. Let me put aside my own ideas, my own ideologies, my own preconceived, you know, notions, Lord. I just pray, Lord God, that I be, I completely decrease, that you would increase, that you, Lord God, in this time, in this moment, will speak to us. Speak to us as a family, speak to us as a collective, but speak to our homes and speak to our hearts, that we will once again know, Lord God, that yes, you serve a God and we can say yes to you. That you are, Lord God, a firm foundation. That you be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, yes, so David and I, my lovely husband, and we have two children, six and three. So, hope you guys have are prayerful people. <laughs> Everyone told me I look so nice today. That's because I actually look human. Usually, I'm <laughs> like, whenever I put on even just a little bit of makeup, I'm like, oh, you look nice, Toby. Look, thank I bathed today, like I just, <laughs> I managed to get out. Um, so six and three, and um, David and I have been together for, so, for a really long time. And um, so God's been good to us. And um, today I want to speak about yes. Just that, that's what I'm talking about, the word yes. Um, I asked God for a title, and it could be Mary's yes, because I'm gonna go into Christmas story because we all love a bit of Christmas. Oh, well, I do. Um, the Scrooges amongst you, I'll continue to pray. <laughs> um, but then he gave me a longer title and he said, um, like those that have gone before me, I say yes. And maybe you may not be in a position now to, 
to feel that way, but hopefully by the grace of God, at the end of this, you'll feel that you can say that again. Um, so as I said, we, David and I have been together for a little while, and we, we you know, get on well. <laughs> so we, we get to all right. But I think some of our biggest disagreements... We don't, we don't, honestly, we're actually, God is good. We don't actually, we're not those people, well, our neighbours are here. I don't know, De- James, you guys, James and Riff, do you hear us shouting? For, uh, hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start that, though. Our biggest, biggest, biggest disagreements happen in the car. That's where, and it's usually long journeys. David's missed away, no, I'm joking. Um, and our, our biggest disagreements happen in the car. And well, usually he drives, but even if it's the other way around, we've learnt recently that even when I'm driving, it's going to be, it's, it's just a different type of disagreement. And, you know, sometimes I sit down and I think, why do we always have, you know, and the children, you know, they're going in the back, that you know, they're adding to the, the fury. And, you know, and when I was praying, when I was praying about this and this idea of yes, I was saying to God, like, oh, and he took me back to, to this, you know, our disagreements. And actually, I do pray about them. I'm like, God, why do you always have to argue, like, when you're going in the car? And he's like, he said, I reckon, this is my theory, you know, feel free to, you know, pull it all out here today, guys, we're family, (laughs) all our free counselling. But um, (laughs) I reckon that at times when I say to David that go that way, he feels a little undermined because he's like, I'm in the seat, I'm driving, I've got this, you know, and I can at times, you know, not always be a little like, why don't we go that way? I know the way. You know, and then it, that riled him up. And then before we know it, we're in, a, we're in a disagreement. And, you know, and I was praying, God said, you know, not only did you say yes, there's an implied yes when you sit in the car to go the way of the driver. But actually, when I said I do, I said another kind of yes. And it's either I trust that he's going to get me to my destination and he knows the way or I don't. And it's quite similar with the Lord. And we're going to go into Luke chapter um, 2. But it's quite similar with the Lord because we don't just say yes to him. You know, we say yes to his way. We believe that actually he that fashioned you before the beginning of time knows you more than you know yourself. When I send my children off to school and I love them so wonderfully and I'm like, oh, you know, can I do this? Should I do this? I believe that actually I'm only a steward of those people. Like God knows them so well that actually you've got to trust his way. But at times, just like I am with David, sometimes I'm like that with God. If I can be, can, can it be real? I'm like, actually, can I go that way? Can, should I take that job? Should I speak for that person? That, you know, you'll be praying and the person that comes to your mind to, to, to make the call is the one person you don't actually want to speak to. Like, divert, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> you know, it's like, but so much of our walk with God, so much of us as sheep with the good shepherd is this back and forth, this to and froing about him saying yes to us and us saying yes to him. And him saying, I know a more excellent way. In fact, that's what it says in Corinthians. I will show you a more excellent way. And for us to go back to him and say, I will trust you. Yet will I trust you, actually, Joseph. Yet will I trust you. I will trust you. And Mary doesn't get any ratings, I don't think, in the history books for her, yes. For her, yes, you know. You know, I've got two children, I know, like, just, you know, honestly, I mean, physio as well after the second one. Her yes to God was a real yes, you know. And so we're just going to read Luke chapter 2 from 1 to 7. 
And Luke's great because he's, you know, he documents it slightly differently. Um, and it's always good when you go through the Christmas story, through the different, the different Gospels. But, you know, he, he was a physician. And so, you know, sometimes I find that he gives more context to what was happening in and around. So we're in Luke chapter 2. Amen. It says, in the, day, in the days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. The first registration took place while Cunerius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the family of David, to be registered along with Mary. Amen. Just as God said, right? Who, to be registered with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there. Amen. Praise God. How many of you have been in those sort of situations? You know, you've got it all planned out. But while you were there, <laughs> you know, while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no room available at the inn. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, it's quite, it's quite interesting, because in the part that I've read, you're like, I thought this was about Mary, and I was saying to him, actually, she doesn't really get a mention in those first. She does in, the, in chapter one, in fairness, but in those bits, she doesn't really get much of a mention. But here she is, nine months pregnant, birth plan. Everything's out. Everything's laid down. You know, I had a birth plan. I even got a little bit of a sticky note on my birth plan with Joshua, my firstborn. So I could add, put a, I put sticky notes all over it just in case the midwife didn't miss and, and drew little arrows up and down as well. Handed it to David to look, you know the plan. You know, she, she would have had a plan. She would have had a plan about what her wedding day was like. She would have had a plan about, you know, she's getting married with Joseph, what that would look like. You know, they were in, you know, in their own religious communities, you know, just like church culture. I'm sure she would have been, had a plan about, you know, I'm Nigerian, the Ashobi, we wear thick clothes. Nigerian weddings are not to be played with, you know. They run like a military operation. She would have had everything planned and then God said to her, Am I the only one that's like, you've got everything planned in your life. You said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo the house this year, top of the year. I'm going to do, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do. And then God says to you, and God said to her, you're going to have a child. Now that's her first yes. And that's not like, oh, will you pick up the phone and pray for someone? You know what I mean? That's not like, you know, and not to undermine our yeses, but you know, we, we at times can be quite, but can be honest and real in love, we can be quite, you know, flexible with our yeses. Her, the, what, her, the request from God would to completely change the whole trajectory of her life. And somehow, some way, by the perfect grace of Jesus, she says yes. She says yes to that. And then, so it's time for her now to, you know, give birth. And you think, what's going, there's a census called. Just at that time, there's a census called. So they have to pack up and leave. Pack up and leave and go all the way to a place that, called Bethlehem. There's other people that have said yes in the scripture before, they, before Mary. You know, Abraham said yes. 
Could you imagine that conversation with his wife? Uh, I'm leaving. I've got to leave. Where are we going? Uh, it's a place that God will show us. No, but where are we going? I don't know yet. You know, it's a place that God will show us. But he said yes and got promise. His first yes. Many of us even sitting here today, we've, said our, we've somewhat said our first yes. You know, we woke up tired. Our alarm went off. We're like, should I go? Should I not go? And you turned up and you said, actually, I will be in the house of the Lord. That's for me and my house. I'm going to serve the Lord. Like you said your first, you said your first yes. You know, and then there's other people. There's David. There's David, the shepherd boy. He said a yes. You know, when everyone was, you know, doing what they had to do with Goliath, they had their own plans as to how they're going to defeat Goliath. He said, I know this giant. You will not obey me, but you will obey the voice of the Lord with this small stone and this, and this sling. He said a yes. He turned up. He said yes. You know, we too have our giants and many of us have got to the place in our walk with Christ where we, we know to somewhat say, God, I say yes to you to defeat that giant. But as you're walking with that first yes, there is a second yes. And the second yes is how you respond when, when sentences are called. When it doesn't go as you said and how you thought it was going to go. You know, there's many people, it's interesting, you, you know, people know I'm a Christian, I work in broadcast media, I'm a lot of people know I'm a, a Christian there, you know, and they'll be so interested, be like, oh my gosh, I'll say, oh, I'm so sad, I'm praying for a friend who lost someone. Be like, oh man, you're Christian. There's this misconception that when you say yes to God, everything goes exactly as planned, but I'm sure as many of us sitting down and looking over 2022, we know that that's not always the case. We know, that, we, we know that suffering comes. We know that divorce happens for some people. We don't want it, but we know it does. What do you do when a census is called and you're, you've already said yes, you're nine months pregnant, your ankles hurt, your back aches, you're on a donkey, and now there's no place to, to lay your head. Everywhere you turn, they say no. You've applied for this job, no. You've applied for that job, no. You've moved, you've moved your whole family, and still the answer's no. You've done this treatment, this medical treatment, the doctor's still saying it doesn't work. You've, done, you've gone that way, there's a blocked road. You've gone that way, there's a blocked road. There's no place at the inn, and yet, God, you want me to say yes? That second yes is a, is a, is a more difficult yes than the first. Because actually, if we said yes and we were all raking it in, you know, like the, the um, people in the music videos where they're just throwing all the money out, you know, <laughs> then of course the second yes comes quite easily, doesn't it? You want, yes, give me more. You know, yes, give me more. But actually in the, in the cost of living crisis where we have people going to food banks and I'm still here to say, yes, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is still a present help. And you should still say yes. And so they go, they go to that first inn. You can imagine Joseph as well. Got it sorted out. You know, oh, he's got a wife like me, you know. Do we, do, saying to David, do you know where to go? Do you know where you're going? I got it, I know, I know. They, what have they said? You know, so they said no. No again? You know, it reminds me of Simon Peter. When the Bible says that he told all night and caught nothing. And Jesus comes and says to him, let down your net. That's a second yes. It's a second yes because you, you want to say to Jesus, I've, I've been toiling. I'm a fisherman. Isn't that what we say? This is my life. I, I know the situation, Lord. I know what the teachers are telling me. 
I know the state of my marriage. Like I, like I know. And I've toiled all night and I've caught nothing. Joseph kind of wants to say to Jesus, like, no, I've been to that inn. And I've been to that inn. But what did the Bible says that Simon Peter said, look, at your word. At your word, he cast his net down again. Had more, caught more fish than his net could hold. So he had to actually call partners in. Your second yes means so much to the Lord. Your second yesterday means it's, it's valuable to the king. You know, it, it, I, I, it's not for me to give you levels here today. But actually, when you say yes from a place of discomfort, you say, God, you're more than enough. When you say yes, when you say, actually, I'm looking around and I'm trying to, to, to make ends meet. You're saying, yeah, you know, when I, when I was growing up, you know, we didn't always have much. There were times, actually, when my mum had very little. And I remember, um, I remember, you know, I, I think the electricity might have gone one day and we had candles. And, um, you know, we had food. We had food, like, you know, but you could see that she had strain. She was, she was stressed. As much as she would want to conceal that stress, she could see, even as a child, that she was stressed. You know, and she would sing, you know, what a mighty God we serve. She would sing, what a mighty God we serve. And I'd be like, mighty God? You know, she, she said, yeah, that, my God is good. And, and so my, my, my challenge to you today for some people in this room is to say your second yes to God. At the end of the year, right now, you know, at this Christmas, and, and it's lovely, and the lights are out, and actually Christmas is conjuring up some of those moments and those things for you that you don't, that, 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 that have gone wrong in your eyes, haven't gone as planned. My challenge for you to, to deep down, deep, look deep down into your well and say yes, and say, what a mighty God I serve. For you to say, actually, you will not take my song. Satan doesn't have the power to take your song. That is your testimony. You can stand up and you can say, just like David, I have been young and I've been old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, neither his children begging for bread. Your testimony is yours. Will you use it to say yes? Will you choose to say that second yes? I was talking to Pastor Matt. He's, he's great. He's really great. Because I say to him, you know, do you mind if I run my little, um, what I'm thinking about by you? And I said to David, I said, you know what? He came with some deep stuff. And it got me on a little journey. He said, what about a third yes? You know, I said, oh, a third yes. I hadn't, I hadn't maybe because sometimes I feel like I'm in a second yes. You know, I feel like I'm in a bit of a second yes. So I didn't think, think about the third yes. But actually, as I went on, and he said about a third yes, and he said, the, and I coined it as the yes of the everyday. The yes were actually, you may never see it happen. This is a hard yes. I know I'm supposed to sort of say the Christmas because, you know, she was born in a manger. We saw Jesus. She was wrapped. Even though there was no place at the inn, she still held her baby at the end. You know, as I said, a storyteller for me, that's beautiful. Nice and neat. You know, we wrap this up. We wrap this baby hope. We sing some carols and God is good. Hopefully we've all said our second yes. But I think as Christians and as family, we do ourselves a disservice because we forget about that third yes. That yes of the every single Day. The yes of the mundane. Nothing much is happening. And yet you, you've got to be disciplined to say the yes. Abraham, he said, Jesus, God said to Abraham, you will have descendants as numerous as the sand. 
You know, I went on holiday this year. You see the sand, you're like, what? God never, Abraham never actually stepped into that. Never saw it with his eyes. Moses led people out. A whole nation of people, like he said to Pharaoh, let my people go. God said to him that there's places of milk and honey. He said his second yes at that burning bush, really, didn't he? You know, never stepped into the promised land himself. Led a whole people and didn't step into it. Is there, is there such a, can you just put this to you, that God is going to do something so great in and through your life that you say the third yes of the everyday, but actually it's your legacy. So much bigger than you that you don't actually see it. Your children see it. The children, the whole borough of Hitchin continue to benefit from it. Generations to come and come and come. And come. Long after you're, you've gone because you say yes every single day. You turn up when no one's looking. You say, actually, I'm going to be here. Matt puts out a call, I'll show up. No one sees and you're just saying yes. You know, it's a bit like children. It's a bit like parenting. You know, you, you take them to school. You get up, you feed them. I don't want it like that. Oh, you cut it up for them. You change it again. Oh, can you heat it up again? Oh, I'll heat it up for you. You know, it's, 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 it's that every day. It's that yes, yes, that, that every day. Knowing and believing that as, look, actually as I've sowed, God will water. And it's so much bigger than you. And you know, as I said, I started to explore, even to stand here right now. You know, it's, it's, it's a, sometimes it's a reluctant yes. I'm like, oh my. But then when I think about that third yes, and I think, actually, who knows what God can do in and through you? Mary, just, you know, if you like, a lowly teenager, really, going about her business, happy to be married. These days, she would have been on TikTok making TikTok videos. <laughs> you know? Just a normal person was able to give birth to our king. What can God do with your first yes and your second yes and your third yes? What could God do with you? With you. Could you have you ever considered that? Because we live in such, you know, what's the word? You know, I, we live in an eye society. It's a bit anti-cultural sometimes. But actually, if you look at what God's doing... And you look, actually, you know, when I said about Simon Peter and, that, and he cast down in that second yes, I said he called partners. It, was, it became bigger than him. The call automatically became bigger than him. What could, you, what could God do in, with you in your workplace? What could he do on the school run? You know, what could he, what could he do? What could he do in your family where none of them know the, know the Lord? You know, you know, what could he do with just you showing up? With just you being obedient. With God saying, I will show you a more, more excellent way. But this is a bit rocky, Lord. You know, we went on holiday, um, as I said, to Morocco. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, they do like the, all these tourist runs. You know, you know, you can go to this place and that place. And they are fortune. Like, I know sometimes, not to be funny, but I think some of them, they just inflate the price. So I said to them, look, leave this with me. <laughs> I'm going to go and talk to the receptionist, as you do. And I made friends with the receptionist. I said, look, we want to see Agadir. But we don't want to go on some big bus, pay a fortune and not see much. You must know someone. You must have a friend who can show us, really show us Agadir. She said, you know, I didn't quite completely understand what she said, but I said yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. Went back to David. He was like, do you know, is insurance, is it got anything? I said, look, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> So we get this, going to pick us up at 10 o'clock. He said, okay, so 10 o'clock came. You see all the people getting on the, you know, the official buses. All looks neat and tidy. And he comes, this guy, we don't know him from anywhere. 
He's obviously a native, he, and he rocks up in his car, he's, he's just his normal car, can't really speak much English. He's like, come on, get in, it's you guys, I know, get in. And we're like, oh my gosh. I'm scared, David looks at me like, do you know, you know, what have we got, we've got kids, what are you doing, you know? <laughs> and I'll just go with it, just go with it. You know, I'm praying, God, please don't let him lead us to a ditch, please, please. <laughs> do you know, and there's parts of that journey, the first stop, I get saying to him, is this official, is this a normal stop? You know, we go into this, where are you taking us? Fisherman community. You take us, he's like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You know, and I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh. And he takes us to the first stop and it's beautiful. It takes us to the second stop, up the Rocky Mountains. The Rocky, you know, by the end of it, we loved him. We had the best day, but do you know, from stop to stop, <laughs> all of us, both of us sitting there like, seat battles on, I'm holding Eliana, like, oh my gosh. And I, and I sat down and I thought, sometimes it feels like that with God. Or for all your yeses, for all your yeses, you're like, you know, and God's like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I've been doing this before the beginning of time. I've been doing this. I will show you a more excellent way. All you have to do is say yes, 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 through those rocky mountains, through those times and those deep, deep, deep valleys of pain. Yeah, it's painful. Just trust him. He will show you a more excellent way. It will be remiss of me if I do not tell you the final yes, final yes. He said yes first. Amen. He said yes first. Don't believe me. Let me take you to scripture. He said yes first. You go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 6. I think it's six three. Is that right? Have I got it? Is that six three? Yeah. If it's not, I'll kill it you up the end. Isaiah six eight. Isaiah six eight. The scripture says, you know, here I am, send me send me, says, and also I heard a voice of the Lord in heaven. The voice said, Whom shall I send? Christmas lights, everything. Before the beginning of time, this conversation took place. And we, you and I were the subject matter. You know, and there was a, there was, before he was a baby in a manger, before Mary's yes, before our yes, the heavens, they looked down at the state of man, they looked down at the condition of our heart, and we had a problem. And, the, and, 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 and a man, a God, a Godhead, all divinity, all humanity, Wrapped in royalty, who shall we send? And he said, who will go for us? Then he said, here I am, send me. What did he say? Yes. He said yes for you. And he says yes every single day. Thee though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am with you. He says yes daily, daily. He said yes first. The lamb was slain before the beginning of time, his yes was to encourage and gently nudge yours. It was to say, come with me. I love you with an everlasting love. Two scriptures I want to tell you about that third yes, because I think that's our longest yes, if I'm to be honest with you. And I'm going to call up for prayer, because I think when you say yes to something, you say no to a lot of other things. You say no to self-doubt. You say no to fear. You say no to low self-esteem. You know, you say no to the sting of rejection. You, you say no to the sting of failure. You say, Lord, I believe that I'm enough. 
But that, those two yeses, I just want to give you some practical, two practical verses because I think they're important, it's particularly in this day and age. The first is 2 Corinthians 10.5. And it says that we take captive every thought and we bring that thought into obedience of Christ. The reason I say that to you in your daily walk is because when you say yes daily, before you can even wake up and open your eyes and say that yes, you're bombarded. You're bombarded with negative thoughts. You're bombarded, you're bombarded with this and that. You switch on the news, you're bombarded. You're up, you, you know, he gave you the tools to how to say yes. It's for you to say, no, no, no. I take captive. I hold it and I bring it into submission, into obedience to who God says I am. God said yes first. I'm getting up today and I'm going to say yes. The second one is one that I've been, it's helped me throughout the whole of this year. Anyone that's dear to me, they're like, all right, we get it, we get it. Because I keep telling everyone. And it's Philippians chapter 4, 8 to 9. And it's a real, 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 because, you know, it's, it's a real, it started off with a real tricky one for me because, you know, there's the times when I'm like, oh, got any, got any little goss, got any, got any, you know, what's going on in the news or the blogs? And I'm like, oh, what's going on there? What's going on with that celebrity? But it says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on such things. And the peace of God will be with you. We have to get better church at that. At thinking that being our thought life, that being our actions. I'm not all the way there, but I am desperately trying because it's changing the way I say yes every day. So today I've come, I believe God wanted to talk to you about your yeses. I believe he wanted to say, some of you, I believe, you know, I don't want to make any assumptions for some people in this, in the house, you, you, you don't even believe in this, this God in the clouds, but something in you today is pulling at your heart and it's making you want to say the first yes. I would encourage you to say that first yes. But there were equally some other people in here that you said that first yes and you're a, bit, you're a little bit like me in Morocco in Agadir and you've gone through a rocky part of the mountain you're just unsure where you're going. You just, this year's been a tough one and you're a little bit unsure where the saviour's taken you to. You've told all night and you've caught nothing. You've gone from room to room to room and they've told you there's no place at the inn. I do want to remind you that the baby was born healthy in the manger. Say, say your second yesterday. But then for, um, I want to say almost the vast majority of us, it's that third yes. Can we pray for each other today about that third yes? About us saying yes so that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask or think with you, with me. That actually this church will explode. That the love of God through your life will explode. It will illuminate wherever you go. Bigger, can, can, can we say that third yes that God will expand our minds and our imaginations to see just a glimpse of what he can do through you? If he can do it with David, who com completely slaughtered Goliath. If he can do it with Mary, a virgin woman born, pregnant, giving birth to, a, to, to the son of God, our saviour. If he can do it with Joseph, didn't have any part of it. It wasn't what he signed up for. <laughs> it wasn't what he signed up for. In that time, in that time of, you know, that time, I don't want to call it doubt, but that time of not seeing, in that time of waiting, 
Matt said something to me and I thought it's so true. They went on to raise that boy. But for the first, what, 12, 12 years, they got a little glimpse at 12. One to 12, they didn't see anything. He was probably like a normal boy. Like, I thought this was a, you know, you shaking him upside down, making him see, he's spoken on time, he's, he's crawling, he's pooing, he's doing everything. I thought this was a special boy. It wasn't 30 years until that, that really, that seed began to, to, began to break through the ground. Some of you are holding seeds in your hand and you're not seeing anything. You've said your first yes, you've said your second yes, and you're still holding the seed. And I believe in my heart that some of you want to discard that seed today because it hasn't broken through. This is your third yes, guys. Can you join me with prayer today? Say, God, give me your strength because it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the Spirit of God who said yes first. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's just pray. I'm just going to pray. And then I'm going to hand over to Matt because I believe we're going to go into time of communion and prayer. But I'll also be at the front just to pray for anyone who just wants, you know, to, to join in, in, in agreement to say that, you know, actually, it's not looking too God, good at the moment, Tobes, but what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Father, Lord God, I say that now, you know. What a mighty God I serve. What a mighty God I serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God I serve. You are indeed mighty, Lord God. There is none beside you. There is none above you. You exist and everything is an, is an extension of your existence, Lord God. You know, Lord God, where we are. You know our journey. You know, Lord God, in our first yes, we said yes to you, Lord God. We haven't looked back. You said taste and see that the Lord is good. Lord God, but through the, through the highs and lows of life, Lord God, that second yes was more difficult, Lord. Give us grace, Father. I pray for Zio, Lord God. I pray for the children. I pray for everyone connected, Lord God, to this church and this ministry, Lord. Give us the boldness to say a resounding yes to you. A bold yes, Lord God. A yes, a, a yes of encouragement, Lord God. A yes saying, yet will I trust you, Lord. That you will take all glory. That your legacy will continue through our lives, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for, in the name of Jesus, for those that are, have struggled today and are still struggling. And the idea of a yes is so far from their mind, it's unbelievable. Show them, Lord God, that you stick closer than a brother. Show them that you're an ever-present help. Show them, Lord God, that thee, though they may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that you are with them, yes. that you are their wisdom, yes. you are their strength, your provision, Lord God. Gently nudge them as you do, as you said to Simon Peter, throw down your net again. Throw it down again. I know, you've, I know you haven't caught anything to date, but throw it down again. Yeah, you've done it your way, now do it with me. Throw it down again. Help them to say that second yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And for us, Lord God, that fair jest that's so important to you, that you say, look, how do they know? How do I know? He said, those who love me will obey my 
commandments. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Help us to say yes every day. Even though we're holding a seed and may not see it yet, help us to say yes every single day. Lord God, help us to think on the truth and the noble and the praiseworthy, Lord God. Help us to cast down those imaginations, Lord God, that if you be lifted up in our lives, that we know in the name of Jesus that you will draw all men. And ultimately, now at Christmas and forever, be glorified. Be glorified through us. Be glorified through our lives. Be glorified through our ministry. Be glorified through our dark days. Be glorified through our good ones. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks, God. Thank you, guys.